everyone to another episode of RNGPC. This is our third All Hallows Spooky episode. It is impressive that you have survived thus far. Just in case you forgot who you are dealing with, let me remind you that we are a D&D podcast unlike other D&D podcasts. There is no long drawn out campaign here, just long drawn out introductions. We are all about the storytelling and role-playing aspects of the game. My name is Nathan, and this is my undead butler, Jake. Still doing that? Yeah. Oh, we're still still doing that? We are still doing that. Um, okay. Uh, I, I like the... the it's getting is it getting longer i feel like the intro is getting longer i feel like only because i'm I'm talking the way i am it's weird because like with the effect we're turning on on my mixer it's um it's like speech blocking me it's making me feel like i have a little bit of a stutter so i have to um i have to speak in a drawn out fashion what do you mean speech blocking what do i mean by that like for people at home that have no idea what you mean by speech blocking (laughs) and maybe me what what do you mean? Like the effect that we're using is causing me to have an echo. So if mm-hmm. I were to talk in my normal pace right now that I'm talking, I would constantly have a delay of my own voice coming into my ears, which would eventually lead to me sounding like I'm having a stroke. Oh, for you? For me. I would eventually, my the words coming out of my mouth would start being confused with what my brain is hearing and I would start mm-hmm. mumbling un, uncontrollably. So what you're saying is every time that effect comes on, you just naturally have to speak like that. It's like a... It's a fun little power that I actually have over here. <laughs> I suppose. Because I could just turn it on if I, if I feel like I don't like what you're saying. Well, you could try. I might be able to Ooh. power through it. Ooh, this episode's going to be real spooky. There's a you. word for it. I don't know if speech block is the right word, but there is a, there is yeah. a technical like word, oh, term for it. So, yeah, I, I've never heard that term for it before, but I've had it happen when I am messing with my headphones. And it's like, I want to be able to hear myself talk back. And it's like, listen to this microphone. And then it's like... Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm hearing! I'm hearing! I'm hearing everything! 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 And it's like, oh no, no! And like, yeah, your brain goes to this weird place. Just... <laughs> Anyways, hi, hi everyone, welcome. We're still spooky. Still spooky. Also, Halloween we... this year is very long. It is. As, as we discussed, we were talking about that. There are five Saturdays. Yeah. In this, like, we should have known coming into 2020. Just look at October. It's like, oh shit! There's a blue moon, <laughs> and it falls on Halloween, which is a Saturday. Shit's gonna get all over the place yeah it's gonna break um but you know i i guess uh yeah halloween's real long october's real long also i didn't realize are we trying to kill the people during this episode because you say they survive i've not been trying to kill any of our listeners that's just the aesthetic i'm going with oh okay i was gonna say because i can put this knife away then i was just like (gasps) stabbing through the microphone (laughs) kill him in the ears just we can just do a little bit of ear rape whoa (laughs) I was, gonna scream. Sh- I was just going to stab him in the ears. I wasn't going to do anything with my inappropriate parts. Um, but anyway, sticking with that, since we are still doing Halloween stuff, I have a fancy little what is this, a champagne flute here. Oh, yeah, that's right. What did you make? What is this? Because it's your week. You're, ma- you're bringing yeah. the cocktail and the character this week. Yeah, so I made, I just looked in my cupboard and I said, what do I have that I can use to make a cocktail? So yeah. I decided that um, I had some winter, Jack Daniels winter Jack. 
left over from last winter. That's why um, so, so I googled warming. what can we make with that, and um, all you need okay. is apple cider and champagne. So this oh, this drink is just equal parts winter jack, apple cider, and some cheap some cheap champagne. So that sounds way too not as complicated as what I made last week. Yeah, well, I'm a bartender of simple tastes. I I mean. Because if anyone ordered a drink that had more than four ingredients in it, I fucking hated them. <laughs> Y'all take a mojito, please. You goddamn motherfucker. You want leaves in your drink? Yeah. You want me to muddle that shit? Go fuck yourself. I'll muddle your face, You bitch. want a frozen drink? Get the fuck out of here. Everyone should know anytime you go to a bar, this is the conversation the bartenders have about you. Yeah. So, mojito, more like mojito. No. <laughs> it's a weird... It's a weird... <laughs> Did you just get the? It just no. It just registered with me on a full level. I got it, but it took me a minute to appreciate it. Is what happened. Okay, but it's a weird. It's a weird dynamic having been a bartender before because like it's you know any anytime you work in a certain industry you become empathetic towards that industry. So like typically people who are servers are way more understandable when something's going Mm -hmm. wrong at a restaurant. And it's weird because I don't think a lot of people think about it from a bartender's perspective. But I will legitimately be at a bar pre twenty twenty. And in the before time, and I will look around times. and I will see how many people are in the bar and how busy the bartenders are, and that will act that will influence what I order. If they're busy as fuck and they're running around like a hmm. chicken with their head cut off, I'm like beer, don't care. Just give me, a beer. Which one do you have open? That one? Yes. Yep. And they're like, do you see a list? I'm like, no. Just give me a beer. Just give me that one. That that right there. Whatever that is. And then she's like, get him, get get a drink and get out of the way. I'm never like, um, I can tell you're really busy, but if you could make me like a mudslide, that would be fun. That would be perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. Here's a dollar. So you're saying you're better than everyone? I am. <laughs> you're a bartender's favorite customer. I guess that's true. You don't just tip on the amount that your bill comes out to. You tip on how much effort they had to put into your fucking drink. Oh, yeah. Like, if they put on a show for me making my drink, okay, here you go. Yes, you danced very nice. So, like, here you go. I, I agree with that. Like, depending on the place. Like, But if you're just opening a can of beer, I'm like, I'll, you're, I'll give you a dollar. Yeah, a dollar per drink Thanks. for sure. But if I'm busy as shit and you order a $7 frozen drink that takes me five minutes to make and yep. you give me a dollar, I'm not serving. You're not. You're, you've dropped to the bottom of my priority list Oof. of customers to serve. I feel like this is some real hot takes, like insight, knowledge Yeah. Um, for people. It's, like, it's all facts. Straight, straight facts. Straight, straight freaks. All right, cool. Well, what, what did we name this cocktail then? What is was there a name with this one? Winter Jack. Winter, Winter Jacket. Why are you asking me to name shit? Because I know how much you enjoy it inside. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it was called. Um, it had a name. It a warm, warm Jack fire, warm winter jackers, warm Ooh. winter jacket. You know okay. about that? Sure. That I mean, it good. doesn't sound very spooky. But it's fall. I mean, I guess it sounds more Christmassy. A lot of people really like fall aesthetic as well, and it's not always spooky. We're spooky, though. <laughs> We're supposed to be spooky. Okay, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's delicious. It's great. It's way better than the drink I made last week. <laughs> the drink I made last week was just sugar. It was straight sugar. And you know what? Sugar. I guess I guess that kind of went with the character as well, where it was like, ooh, ooh, this is cool. It's got devil in the name. I'm sure it's great. Oh, it's not not what I was expecting. <laughs> like, it's tolerable. Listen, all right. I'm kinda, sorry I rolled a six and did. a five. I'm so excited just to roll ones this week for you. Just straight ones. I'm sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make everything three. I didn't plan it. Everything's just going to be threes for you. <laughs> You're going to have a three strength, which means he can't move at <laughs> so he, all. He's dead. He's just dead. He's almost dead. He's a baby. You Wow, we made an infant. We have an infant <laughs> character. But... Uh, if anything, I feel like that's a good segue because you brought the character this week. So do we want to hop on over? Hop on over. Yeah. 
Oh, Richard Bruce Spookier. Hop on, on over. I don't know what you're singing, so. Hop on. It's, it's come on over, but I did hop. Oh. Anyways. I would like to reach out my hand. I don't know the song. But we should just have the spooky music. You play. know the song. I don't it's a song where mm. it goes, Oh, my way. Oh. And Matilda. Know. Yeah, oh, yeah. my way. It's good. Yep. Yep. Spooky music. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> We would like to take this time to thank our patrons in Pandanda and Jack. Thank you so much for your patronage. Now I must kill you. <laughs> if you would also like to die by my hand, you can find us at patreon.com. Slash RNGPC. Come join the fun. All right. Yeah, like you mentioned, I brought the character this week. Mm-hmm. I hope it tastes as good as this cocktail. Thanks, dude. God, I'm going to need more of this. I hope it does taste well, too. Good. I hope it's very digestible, <laughs> palatable, and uh, so, makes me uh, rambunctious. <laughs> so I brought um a background, a class, and a race with us today. So my background that I brought is the afflicted background. Ooh. That's a band, isn't it? Amity Affliction, I think it's the band. It sounds it sounds like a band. <laughs> it sounds like it'd be a punk rock band. Um no, they're definitely a heavy metal band. Um what is Can it? you read this from where you're sitting or do you want me to read I it? I can read it. I can read it. Um, I'm gonna move the mic. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna do spooky voice. <laughs> Since early in life, possibly from birth, you have been subjected to a highly visible abnormal condition. <laughs> Your condition is chronic, and in the absence of powerful magic or advanced medical technology, in Curable, though not de- detrimental to your ability to function, the main impact of your condition is, well, cosmetic. Though it may be uncomfortable, affect your diet, alter your mannerisms, or shorten your lifespan in the long run, people are generally uh, ignorant of the plight of their fellow man, and even in highly advanced enlightened societies, they will swiftly judge one another based on little more than looks alone. As a result, anyone who stands out as a being weird or in any way is likely to become a target of fear, suspicion, rumors, superstition, abuse, and, well, other expressions of plain ignorance. People suffer through such circumstances people suffering through such circumstances find themselves living a life that is not their own. What is that word? Foisted? Foisted upon them by fate and misfortune trying to choose their own direction as others try to decide things for them. Hmm. That sounds messed up. 
I feel like I messed up a lot in there too, but I just powered through it. You did fine. You did fine. Was it was funny though movie. how your confidence and your spooky voice wavered. <laughs> yeah, because I was, sure, I was like, wait, what is the sun saying? <laughs> Note to everyone at home if you ever do try and do VO stuff, definitely read through what you're saying before you just sit down to read it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so just to summarize, this character has some sort of affliction that okay. makes them not so great like a, to look at like a birthmark something that makes other people worse under- than that okay but either way i mean it could be a birthmark it could be a, a scar it could be just it's a physical deformity well, i could I'm give you the quotes. six options we're going to roll oh, on oh okay so it could be a disease much like leprosy fun it could be a deformity like the elephant man classic it could be a dysfunction like you're being possessed it could be a awesome. disfigurement like the phantom of the opera it Bless. could be a distortion um like having a warthog's head or no shadow uh, what? And it could be a modification, like a full body tattoo or facial braiding. So that's probably the happiest one. You, you deliberately made a choice to wait, modify yourself. Wait, wait, What is facial braiding? Brandings. Okay. All right. There's an end there. Yeah. This text is small and I'm not sitting as close yeah. to the PC as I, I normally am. I was am. trying. I was like, is it just a braided beard or did they like... Fillet some of their the skin, skin and, and blade. braid oh. it? Oh, oh. I am uncomfortable. I'm sure if it was possible or someone who would have done I'm, it. I'm sure there's a way. Like people who split their tongues. Yeah, I would say I'm sure there's a way to like cut your own lip or something and like kind of. Oh, okay. I don't want to think about it. I am uncomfortable. <laughs> this is some body horror shit. Um, but we will be rolling on that. Not now, but eventually. Okay. So that's the background. That sounds cheery. Yeah, dude. And nice and. Uh, Play the Christmas spooky. bells. I was going to save this one for like December 25th, but right? I figured it would like, fit better oh, here. Oh, happy holidays. Everyone's home. Yay. Yay. I'm afflicted. <laughs> I've got leprosy. Ooh, ooh, now all like, you do too. <laughs> like a I, leper. <laughs> I feel, I was going to say, I feel like I'm at one point going to be like, I'm afflicted. I'm afflicted to you. <laughs> I'm afflicted. I didn't know I'm where you were going with that. I'm afflicted to you. Simple plan, everyone. I heard you're doing okay, but God damn, you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. It feels so great laughing about the swarm people while holding onto a champagne flute. There's something so elegant and ritzy about it. Like, mm, yes, poor people. Mm. God. Okay, cool. What what other cheery things did you decide to bring this week? Um, You know, the cheeriest of all classes, the Blood Hunter, oh, which you've made before. Yeah, Blood Hunters are fun. That was like an allusion to our spooky episodes. It was. It was like and when I was like, ooh, okay, this is dark as fuck. Yeah. Now we're using it to our advantage. <laughs> and I've decided to choose the order that the Blood Hunter has. Okay. So it's the order of the lichen. So like lichen tropes, like werewolves and were creatures and like, yeah, different things. Lichen, right? How do you lichen lycanthropy? Lycanthropy. Lycanthropy? Lycanthropy. Yeah, you can fucking transform. You can, you've got heightened senses. Oh, wait, so so they can transform? Um, let's see. Upon choosing this archetype at third level, you begin to learn co- to control the lycanthropic curse that li- now lives in your blood. As a bonus action, you can transform into your hybrid for up to one hour. Dude, we're making it like a werewolf. We are. Dope. Wait, so is that part of their... Okay, this is going to be cool, because this is going to be part of their infliction. If you fall unconscious or drop to zero hit points, you return to your normal form. Imagine how horrifying that would be for someone. Yeah. Well, I guess, I don't know. Depending on the world, you know, people might be like, yeah, werewolves, watch out. <laughs> They're a thing. They're people, but they'll eat you. You can do it once per short rest. Short rest? Oh, damn. Once you, once you use this feature, you must finish a short or long rest before you can use it again. Damn. And the character build, hybrid trans. What are some of the other features with it? Fear, uh, feral might. You gain a plus one to melee damage rolls. 
Dude, so I didn't realize that. So apparently this class, when Matt Mercer built it, was just like, hey, people want to be fucking werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, here's here's a way to bring it into the game and give it some stats. That's dope. Okay, cool. Um, Is that, is that it? No. Nope. more? Ooh. There's some more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Does your werewolf have a car? No. Oh. He does not. I'm sorry. Oh, blame. Yeah. He'd probably drive a Jag, though. Ha! Ah, Jaguar! That was funny. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Continue then. Um, I wanted. I made up an item. What do you mean? I made up an item. What do you mean? What I mean? You made up an item. Yep. This creature character, I should say, has an ornate and beautiful mask that covers their entire face. The mask is forgettable; doesn't really stand out. Um, if you look at it from an upward angle, it appears to be smiling. But if you look at it from a downward angle, it appears to be frowning and disgruntled. The person wearing the mask is able to see through the eyes of the mask, and then just to make this a little more D&D related, I decided to give it a plus to inside checks while we're, while, while wearing the mask. What's the plus? I don't know. Nothing crazy. I don't want it to be okay. broken. Two? Plus two? Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, again, so with all of our stuff, we generally, whatever you and the DM decide, I think it's cool. I think it's fun to have a mask like, I mean, especially since, is there something we roll on with Afflicted as to where the affliction is? There is not, but we can make that choice based off of the, the descriptions on the okay. kind of affliction. Well, I feel like if you're bringing a mask, it makes sense it's on their face. Yeah, I want it to face. be. I, I hope it's on their face. Um, there's only like Man. one of these that I think would make it not easy not easy to do face. I've never been so excited to wish someone had something on their face. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that seems like it would make sense. Um, and yeah, I mean, leave it up to you and the DM. Because I mean, essentially that mask is, I'm assuming, how they're going to hide it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's too... Especially since it's just insight checks, right? It's not like wisdom checks, which is our wisdom saves. It's like... Yeah. A, that, you never use an insight check outside of a role-playing moment. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's cool. I like it. I would allow it as long... Because I also feel like, again, role-play-wise, you're going to want to keep this mask on as long as you can. So I, as a DM, though, can also play around with anytime you take it off the fuck is that <laughs> like yeah. and and use it as a way to kind of there's a give and take with it um cool all right i mean it also reminds me of the is it the actors masks or what are they called the you know the the, the, simple, the drama and comedy yeah, masks yeah yeah. yeah 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 that's kind of what it reminds me a little me. bit a little bit cool um lastly i bought a i brought a race because and i was thinking about okay what race values appearance so i was really torn between human and elf yeah and I ended up just choosing elf. Okay. I saw an, that. You did it right as you we were starting. Yeah, because an ugly elf would be probably out, and it's somewhat of an outcast. They'd be bullied because all elves are beautiful. Are they? St- stereotypically. What about house elves? Those don't exist. Whoa. You tell her the Dobby. Dobby's not real. What? You have a Dobby. I'm looking at your Dobby. I'm looking yeah. up your Dobby's pillowcase. He's plastic. I believe in you, Dobby. <laughs> um... Okay, yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I'm sure there are some unattractive elves. I mean, look at Legolas. Legolas is hot. What'd you just do? I may have kicked something under your desk. I don't know if the mics picked it up, but it fell on the ground. All I see are your feet. Oh. Okay. That's no big deal. Did it break? Nope. Should I kick it again? No. Will it break it if I kick it again? No. There's nothing in it. just a box. I think I could break it. No. <laughs> okay. So, we're trying to make an ugly elf. Um, all right, cool. So, that was it then. The only ugly elf is Will Ferrell's elf. God. No, we were not going into your vendetta against Will Ferrell on this podcast. <laughs> but you know what? I will agree that if you're not first, you're last. 
<laughs> You're not gonna let that trigger you. <laughs> okay, what are we what are we rolling on first there? <laughs> Just two person. Oh wait, we have to roll on the affliction first. Yeah. Well, there's affliction, and then so there's a d6 for the affliction. I want to roll that. Okay. Give me a moment. Four. Four. Which is disfigurement. An accident has left you horribly scarred. No, this does not mean dismembered. It is cosmetic, like the Phantom of the Opera. Goes with the mask. Good. Did he lose his nose? Um. What about an ear? I don't know, dude. What did he lose? Nasty face scar. I mean, he doesn't have to lose anything. It could just be like um, Tyrion and Game of Thrones, which in the books, I guess he does lose his nose technically, but in the shows, it was just a, a big... Uh, Big old slash across the face. No, slash across the face is badass. Okay. Um, It can be burned even. No one likes a burned face. It could be a burned face. Maybe it's so burned that you can see part of their teeth through their cheek. Ooh. So so it's like jo- uh, Jonah Hex. Kind of. Sure are you familiar with Jonah Hex? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's kind of got that. Or maybe like the Brendan Fraser mummy where he's not, where he's like 80% full, but he's yeah. not 100% full. Oh, okay. Well, I think unless you really want to nail it down right now, that could be part of the backstory. We could figure out what that accident was because that's obviously going to be a big part of this character's life. And we can go into exactly. I like the idea of part of his mouth showing. Okay. Um, but just figure out what exactly yeah. that was. Okay, yeah, we don't have to figure that out right now. I mean, because also there's a time he was attacked by some kind of were creature, right? So Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's part of that. Um, but all right, cool. So what else? Oh, the other question I was going to ask is there are, there are sub-races of elf. Did you want to go into... I didn't really think about it ahead of time, so I'd... Let's, what we could do is we can do the classic, roll our stats. Whichever ones are shit, we can pull the subclass that helps a little bit. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So then we're still rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we are. All right. Who's up? What are we rolling? You are. You're rolling the personality trait. All righty then. D8 it is. That's this one. Diamond. A six. Uh, for a six, the personality trait is... I am a permanent optimist and can find the silver lining to any storm cloud. <laughs> it's not so spooky, but kind of nice. It's kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah, not the spookiest, but that's okay. So far, of our spooky characters, it might be the, the one good one. <laughs> the ideal is a six. Because, I mean, you got to think like Phantom of the Opera, right? He's seen as like a horror figure. Yeah. But, but also, he would be good, besides the weird rapey vibes he gives off. He's... I've never actually seen... Or listen to anything from Phantom of the Opera. He just spies on the girl a bunch and then is like, we're in love now. And she's like, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to roll the ideal next, which is uh, D6. Five. Ambivalence. I don't don't look like you, but I'm just like you. Neutral. Alignment. Okay. Okay. I kind of like where this character's going. Yeah. I think then Bond's next. Yep, which is a D6 roll your not metal die I rolled a one the one is I have nothing to lose and everything to gain Ooh, that could be spooky but it I don't is. think so based on what we're going so far alright the flaw make it spooky flaw is another six correct I also rolled a one okay please don't do that while I'm talking <laughs> I was trying to adjust the mic. I didn't know it would completely cut off our headphones. <laughs> While most would think I am brave, those who know me worry that I may be suicidally so. <laughs> Why? Holy fuck. 
That's Why? there's a left curve. <laughs> wow. Oh, buddy. There, well, see, there, we get so much from that flaw, though. God damn it. Because that says how they act. It says that people know them, and it says that they like. There's. Oh. Oh. Maybe he's. Maybe they are just always trying to be a martyr. Kinda. Maybe that's at least what it's seeming like, right? And even that that pairs very well with the bond, right? I have nothing to lose, but I have everything to gain from this. So sure, if I die, fine. Fuck it, I die. There's I die. Yeah. There's nothing I'm losing. But if I get if I go through with this, if this works, fuck man. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, I didn't say this when I was talking about the item that I created, but one of the reasons why I specifically mentioned that, like the the mask, kind of has this illusion of looking like it's smiling and or um. Frowning. Frowning is because, like, if a child's looking up at this person, it's going to give us happy sort of yeah. vibe to it. But then if someone's, like, brooding down over this person, then it's going to look, like, upset and disgruntled. So yeah. I kind of like that, like... There's two sides Even to though it. this character is spooky, yeah. I kind of think that this character could be an advocate for, like, other people who are afflicted, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, they could, they could want to be some kind of idol. Or, yeah. Or, I mean... Again, uh, with the afflicted pairs very nicely with this order of the lichen because, technically, anyone that is a lichen is afflicted mm. in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there there is that also. But okay, before we start diving into all those things, we want to roll some more stats. Stat Just it up. Do the stats. You, you want me to break your character real quick? You want me to take all the nice things? I'm really. Af- I told you I didn't do it on purpose. Please don't put that energy out there. You know what? I'm just going to actually... I'm sorry. I'm not going to roll D6s. I'm just going to roll D4s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's basically what I did. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you rolled above a four nope. for any of my characters. Not great. Not great. Strength is a four, four, one, one. So a nine. Okay. Can we get rid of one of the ones. I'm going to roll dex next. Oh, I see what you did there. You're a poet and you don't even know it, huh? Okay. <laughs> Oofta. <laughs> Nice. Well, fuck you. Um, I rolled a two, a five, a five, and a six. So get rid of the two, and that's a sixteen dex. Uh, seventeen, but oh no, sixteen. Sorry. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> I was trying to. I caught you. Pop Please quiz. give me a good con. Bloodhunters I, need good cons. I rolled a good dex for my character too. That was the best thing that Levitt had going for him. Please give me a good con, baby. Yes. Hope. Yes. Jesus. Got a six, a six, a five, and a four here for you. Seventeen. So, Seventeen con. That's yes. A, that's a, that's a, makes him more useful than Delectus Thank already. Thank God. Yeah, Delectus was not great. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, he was drained as a child yeah. of blood. Yeah. So. Intelligence up next. I rolled a one, a four, okay. a four, and a five. So that's uh, four plus, or eight plus five is 13. Correct. Your character's broken. I mean, I guess his strength is garbage. But. <laughs> It's not garbage, it's just a nine. I want one of these other ones to be... Next one is wisdom. Yeah, sorry, rolling wisdom. (laughs) I'm trying to sabotage your character over here, right? I'm not looking at that I'm rolling. (laughs) Eh, okay. Four, four, three, one. So that's uh, 11. 11 wisdom. Not great. All right, charisma, baby. Charisma, charisma, baby. I don't know why that's the song I keep going to today. It's just what's in my head. Charisma, come on, baby, mama. God damn it. It's, that's not a god damn it. It's a two, a three, a three, and a six. So that's 12. Yep. That's not great. Above a 10. I guess. Thank you, RN Jesus, for not destroying my character. Like I accidentally did. Jakes. You know, that was probably the issue is that RN Jesus was not happy we're making the devil. <laughs> <laughs> probably, um, dude. 
But okay, cool. So Khan. So he's this is a Hardy boy, not like one of the guys that solved crimes back in the days in the Hardy boy novelization. <laughs> That's a real deep cut for people. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. You ever read Nancy Drew? No. Okay, well it was like that. Anyways, <laughs> um, he thick. Um, can jump around though. Jump around. Jump around. Get up. Get jump up. Um, get jump down. up and get down. Jump. What? Jump. What? Jump. Jump. I'm missing college jump. football, and this is the thing that they would do in jump. Wisconsin jump. at halftime. A bunch, jump. So this is... jump. All right, I'm done. Um, isn't that the song that Mrs. Doubtfire got divorced to? The house party. Yeah. Yes. That they. I don't. I, I don't know if one really gets divorced to a song. That's not. I wouldn't be like, oh, here is our first dance song, and this was our divorce song. I think it's a thing. Is it? Is it yeah. a new thing? Um, hmm. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I was getting kind of used to being someone you love. Okay, are we trying to cry? That's a divorce song. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I would say this is interesting. Do you want to recap? Uh, yeah. Do you want me to recap? Yeah, you can do it. We normally do it after we roll stats. So. Yes, that's true. Because we're done rolling, right? There's nothing else to roll. Correct. Yeah, we're done. Cool. Recap coming at you. So. Nathan brought the afflicted background, of which we rolled on, and we got disfigurement, which has meant an accident left them horribly scarred. Note, this does not mean dismemberment, it is cosmetic, like the Phantom of the Opera. Then, Nathan brought the class of Bloodhunter, of which he wanted to focus on the subclass of the Order of the Lycan, which essentially for everyone at home, they some kind of were creature. Doesn't have to be a wolf, could be a werewolf if we want to go classic, but there's other were options like were bear, were boar, were rat, all sorts of fun <laughs> things. Um, and then he also created an item. Which is an ornate, beautiful mask that covers the entire face. The mask is very forgettable and does not really stand out. Uh, it has a different, I guess, demeanor to it, depending how you look at it. If you look up at it, it's smiling and appears joyful. If you look downwards at it, it looks like it is disgruntled and upset. Um, while wearing it, there's also a plus to insight. Uh, the Nathan also brought the race of Elf. Then we rolled on the afflicted background and got the personality trait of, I am a permanent optimist. I can find the silver lining to any storm cloud. The ideal is ambivalence. I don't look like you, but I am just like you, which comes with a neutral alignment. Then there is the bond of I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Then there is the flaw of while most would think I am brave, those who know me worry that I may be suicidally so. God, even just the way that's written is okay. And then we rolled uh, strength of nine, uh, dex of sixteen, uh, constitution of seventeen, intelligence of thirteen, wisdom of eleven, and a charisma of twelve. Beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, what do you want to do? Do you do you, you want to start so, playing with stuff? Yeah. Let's look at the elf sub races. Let's do it. Um, I know there's like wood elf, and then there's high elf. Um, Benoit Baudois was a, a wood elf, which allows them to blend in a little bit, and they have like bronze-colored skin. Um, high elves are a little bit more. Um, what's it called? I think they're from the Feywild more so, uh, but they all have a little bit fun features uh, in them as well. Ooh, I like the fact that there's a you can there's a way to hide with the wood elf. Yes. Yep. Uh, was it the wood elf? Yeah, it yeah, was the wood, wood elf. elf. High Elf um, has extra language you can speak. You get an extra cantrip from the wizard spell list. I think they're naturally from the Feywild. Ooh, I kind of like the Eladrin be able to cast Misty. I'm just trying to think of ways for this character to hide a little bit more. Sure, sure. Um, so that's kind of what lens I'm looking at this through. Eldrin is what Croyla was. Yep, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. There's different things we could then roll on within that if we would also like to, but you don't have to. With Eldrin? 
like why like what uh it's not they're not listed here on the D D beyond page there's that was the one that was the different seasons oh this yeah is a that's vari- right this is a variant of it you don't have to do it this is a different variant yeah, you're right you're right, means you're right creatures of magic i mean if, yeah um i don't think i care none of these jump out at me is that fair to say I mean, it just goes into generally what he looks like. Um, you, your stats are pretty good. You don't really need anything upped all that much. I mean, yeah, intelligence. I mean, wisdom was low. Wood Elf gives you a plus one to that, which would make it at least a plus one when you're rolling. Okay, let's go Wood Elf. Okay. I was appeased by that because there's the Mask of the Wild, which allows them to be able to hide in foliage. Yeah. So let's do that. Cool. So I also then get a plus one to wisdom. Correct. Don't they also get pluses for just being a normal elf? Uh, I believe so. If you go up and look at the top of the elf page, I think they get charisma bonuses. Dex plus two, oh, baby. Jesus. Yeah. Dex at eighteen. Fuck off. Maybe this should have been a rogue. No, this could have been a ranger, bro. <laughs> um, but no, I think uh, with the order of the lichen, this could be cool because again, they're probably out in nature a little bit more. And again, just as like a reminder for at least. Some like how you want to play the Blood Hunter is there usually like some kind of organization or clan or tribe yeah. of some sort that goes around and is trying to rid the world of specific types of beings. And so, like, since he is a lichen, I'm assuming they try and keep lichens from killing other people <laughs> or spreading the disease or doing whatever, right? I mean, they, they're trying to use what they have for the betterment of society i would imagine which um, i also which in my brain is also tying into this character using their disfigurement as a sort of a beacon of hope yeah for yeah, ugly yeah. people <laughs> oh for all ugly people not just people that had a horrible accident yeah just for okay. ugly people okay like oh you were born this way wow you're just like lady gaga <laughs> <laughs> um okay yeah no i i think that's gonna be well and so this is where I'll start asking the first questions. So, being a wood elf, do you think? Why do you think he was cast out? Do you think that? Do you want to tie his disfigurement accident to when he became a lichen, or do you want them to be two separate things? Okay, so remind me of werewolf lore. Don't people become werewolves when bitten by a werewolf if they survive it? Correct. If you want to go to the Bloodhunter lichen thing, it'll probably talk about that because. I don't want to read too much. Well, I, I'm I'm just saying in D and D, I think there's a specific way to become a lichen. So, the order of the lichens. He says, uh, of the many terrible curses that plague the realm, few are as ancient as the feature of lycanthropy. Uh, passed through blood, this affliction seeds the host with a savage strength and hunger uh, for violence of a wicked beast. The order of lichen is a proud order of the blood hunters who undergo the quote unquote taming, a ceremonial infliction of life. Oh, so they're giving it to themselves a ceremonial infliction of lycanthropy from a senior member. These hunters then use their abilities to harness the power of the monster they harbor without losing themselves to it. Though intense honing of one's willpower combined uh, with the secrets of the Order's magic blood rituals, members learn to control and unleash the hybrid form uh, for short periods of time. Enhanced physical prowess, unnatural resilience, blah, 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 blah. All that stuff. So So it's it's given to them through a ritual. Yes, but Again, we don't have to do that. It could be that they were attacked, left out in the woods. And again, if they're trying to tame this, I'm assuming they're going out there and trying to stop it from also spreading un, in, in an un, 
natural way. Or I like yeah. that the disfigurement came from an attack. Okay. And then they be then they started showing signs of being a werewolf, and then they were kicked out, or they felt that they needed to leave their wood elf people for their own safety, cool. like a self exilement. Oh, they themselves left. So they yeah, run away. Because they saw home. they were becoming a danger and they were afraid they wouldn't be able to control it and they didn't want to hurt their loved ones. Dope. I like it. Are they child? Are they married and have kids? Where how old I mean, we don't we usually get to the age until later, but I think that can kinda of help us. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um da, da, da. I would I don't want him to be a full blown like a family man, but he can be married. Okay. Well, I mean, it could even just be an older brother, right? It could be someone that's like, he's an adult. He was my brother. That's we true. Lived in the city. And now he's just gone. My brother went missing. Where did he go? Brother. Bro, bro. Brother. I like older brother. Okay. So like late 20, I mean, elves fucking age. Expect, I mean, wood elves and pure elves live to the hundreds. Yeah. So like this guy could be, I don't know, 95 and still be considered not mature yeah so i need to stop setting this yeah you do here's a fucking coaster sorry i have coffee as well as my champagne over here i'm mixing the uppers and downers and uh having a blast (laughs) it's a wild ride gotta just keep that keep that you know right on the edge he's 43 super young then yeah sure (laughs) okay um he's an adult though right when do elves reach adulthood i'm sorry I, i think it's like in their 20s um Although elves reach physical maturity the same age as humans, they understand the understanding of adulthood goes beyond physical growth. They typically age between 100 and live up to 75 years old. They, so they they Jesus typically claim adulthood and an adult name around the age of 100. Fine, he's 111. D. 100. Oh, we're doing that again? No. Do 111, 12. 100, oh, 123. 123. <laughs> I like it. Cool. So and I, and I didn't. Again, we don't have to hop into that. Just I thought it would kind of help with this idea of like. Because it's really different if, oh, dad ran away from home and his kid's back there. Or if it's my child ran away from home. Or if it's just, he could be a singular, single bachelor, you know, whatever in the city and has family there, right? I'm sure his parents still live there, his other siblings. Um, and then he just up and left one day. Um, I'm sure they don't know why. Maybe they knew about the accident or whatever and all that stuff. And they are afraid because he's just out there in the wilderness. But, uh, yeah. So, that's cool. Um, so then... What kind of were creature do you want him to be? Um, I don't care. I get well. I care. I, I really just like for the sake of spooky and for the sake of me not having to do any additional research. I'm a fan of a werewolf. Okay, all right, that works. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fine. So I mean, because again, that just changes how it was like attacked or whatever, right? So yeah. Sorry, um, I'm just typing, and I'm not, yeah, you're I typing can't the type and talk at the same time. No, it's okay. That's why I've been filling. <laughs> I think they can actually hear your keyboard. Yeah, they can. It's because my keyboard's directly under my mic. Yeah, if it was behind it, it would be not as bad. But my yeah. keyboard's currently in my lap. Everyone. Yes. It's because again, hi, I'm still home. I don't know if we said this, but I'm still currently still recording. in the mitten, the murder mitten. Whoa, what? Is that what we have to do to get in here? I didn't murder anyone yet. Oh well, then you're not a true Michigander. I've been lacking on a lot of murder this month. Yeah. I've done no murder. You're not truly from Southeast Michigan unless you killed someone. <laughs> Let's calm down. People already give me a look when I say I'm from Detroit. Yeah. Um, or middle Michigan. Flint's really dangerous, too. That's true. Um, anyways, hi. Come to Michigan. Pure Detroit's Michigan. Fine. Detroit is fine. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, just want to say he was attacked by a random roving werewolf out in the woods? Cause, yes. Cool. So, he's out in the woods one day like, hey, what's up? I love the woods. Maybe they oh like, is there anything about solitude in the personality trait? Um, no, that was no. my devil. 
I was thinking maybe they just like to be alone in the woods. They're wood elves. They just feel at home, kind sure. of just hanging out, sure, and sure, a sure, wolf sure. snuck up on them like prey. Okay. Fucked them up. Maybe he's out there camping? He's a big camper? No. Oh. Only because you asked it like that. Was he out there camping, per se? Maybe. Oh. It's a possibility. Intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, I mean, he's out in the woods, whatever reason. He gets attacked. So, do we think it's like a big scar where this, like, like not only did this thing bite him, um, it actually, like, ripped his face yes. off. And, like, so he's missing his cheek. Like, his right cheek is gone. Yeah. For and, the most part. I don't okay. want to say it's completely gone. There's still some connection of skin sure. there. But so, you can see his molars through his cheek. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> so, with the Order of Lycanthropes, then, do they find him? Does he have an order? Or is he just now kind of taking it on as his own thing that he's trying to tame? And I think it's his own us? thing. Okay. I don't want to attach him to an order. He, I know he is the Order of the Lycanthropy, or however you say yeah, it. But... We don't have to go into, like... And again, within a D&D, within a DM's world this might be the first blood hunter they've ever had. And so they don't want to like really build out a whole thing. And they're just like, okay, cool. You're the only one. I would still say his goal and what he's driving towards is the same thing as normal order of lycanthropy within the blood hunter, like ideas. Like he's trying to tame it. He wants to make sure, you know, that he can use it for good and not yeah, like hurt other people. Like um, even though this character is spooky, like I've said this before and I guess I'll just say it again. I do feel like this character is going to try to use, um, their issues, quote unquote, sure. With the eyes, I stay kind affliction. of cringy. Their affliction and their yeah. and their lycanthropy for the better. They're gonna try to bring a normalcy to people who also feel like they're different. Hi, welcome to my TED talk. Yeah. Uh, today we'll be talking about normalizing lycanthropy. Yep. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> um, cool. Yes. So then, what I would say with that is. Maybe he's even trying to hunt down or find that wolf or, like, he somehow survived or, like, I don't know. I mean, like, as the DM, I, I would play around with a few different things. And what could be fun, too, is the dynamic. I don't know if there's anything in the Order of Lycanthropy about this. But, I mean, I like the idea of the full moon kind of fucks with him. <laughs> like, maybe, you know, he sure, he can turn into it and control it for an hour or so uh, at, uh, during the day. But, like, once a month when there's a full moon or however the lunar cycle works within your D&D world, um, it can kind of mess with his shit. And, like, he has to save or he has to do something. Because do you think he's kind of, like, levid in that he, like, flaunts that he has this? Hi, I'm a werewolf. Come hang out with me? No. So, if you're in a group, it's probably not. It's going to be a moment when they realize you what you are. Yeah. Um, because you could still be like, hi, yeah, I'm a blood hunter and I'm trying to help control the werewolf problem. Cool. <laughs> like doesn't instantly mean you're a werewolf it means i mean like you might you might be but like i think it's one of those things that maybe they, he tries to keep under wraps yeah i think this person tries to keep everything under wraps until they meet someone that they think could benefit from knowing the truth like it's okay that you feel the way that you feel because i look like this and they take their mask off and that person's probably gonna be like damn you ugly and it's like i know but you're also kind of ugly too and like we're all ugly yeah we're all ugly we're all ugly here <laughs> um okay so what was one of the things I wanted to bring up? So he's a permanent optimist, right? So that's why he has like this drive to try and better him himself with this. Um, the ambivalence. I look like you. I'm just like you. So he's trying to normalize it. Yeah. It's a normal so. line. I think this person would say. Yep. Um, I don't know. So what do you think he's trying to gain? Cause I would say like the, what, what do you think his overall, I think the bond is? and the flaw tie into each other beautifully. And yeah. I think that he's trying to become a martyr for like normalizing 
these bigger issues. Like okay. werewolves don't have to be inherently bad. Yeah. He wants to learn how to control his lycanthropy so that hopefully other people who are afflicted with that, what for the for lack of better terms, disease. So, they can learn to, to control it too, and it no longer becomes this dangerous thing people have to be afraid of and hide from. Do you think then? I, I mean, also kind of looking at this, also feels kind of Hulk esque in a way, right? Where it's this idea of like, I if I point like if I can point it in the right direction, if I can you know let this energy out um, towards something that it can be productive towards instead of just letting it run rampant. Yeah. Because um, I, I mean, you also kind of get like he essentially wants to wants like all you hear are the negative stories about werewolves all you hear about the werewolves that come into town and steal the kids and you know eat people and do all this and turn other people into werewolves and that everyone's horrified of werewolves i want to be the one that's like oh my god i was saved by a werewolf this werewolf totally helped me wow that's so cool like, mm -hmm. with that though do you again i know he's kind of hiding it like so do you think with this mask he tries to hide like does he have two personas with the mask I think just, the mask is more so just to hide the, the, his ugliness. Sure. He doesn't want to make people around him uncomfortable and be stared at. Sure. But when he knows he's going to be turning into a werewolf to try and help someone and or do something, I'm assuming he takes the mask off. It has to. His whole face changes. I know. But so what I'm just saying, though, is like, I don't know. I guess I'm thinking of like Clark Kent with the glasses or like the glasses, like the mask. And like he wants to be seen as two different things as like, no, yeah, I'm totally just a normal person in no. this mask. Okay. I don't think so. I'm trying to get to alter, like see if there was a, uh, what's it called? Alter ego. Yeah. There's none. Damn it. This character's one person. They embrace everything about themselves, and they're trying to make everything cool. Those weird things normal. Cool. So this person, I think, is going to be greatly apathetic. Empathetic. Um, well, it wouldn't be opposed to sleeping in like the shitty hotels in the slums of a town to be mm -hmm. near those kinds of people who are broken and downtrodden and mm -hmm. try to do anything for them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I mean, this character, the, the spookiness of this character <laughs> is just the fact that they have this affliction yeah. and disfigurement. Um, so that's what's, they're just, if you, if you were to look at this person, not very appealing, kind of spooky, but they're trying to make other people who might feel like outcasts a welcome or confident in who they are. Yeah. And I, I mean, again, I think spreading this idea of, because I don't think it happened easily, but trying to spread this idea of like, Oh wow! I was saved by a werewolf. Yeah. Like no, it didn't like attack me. It attacked the bad people. Like, and I think that doesn't happen right away. Right? No. It's not like a hundred percent. Oh wow! Yeah, that definitely wasn't just an accident and chaos, and I just barely survived. He was doing something good as a werewolf. That was nice. Um. Cool. And that's where again, I feel like a note for the DM here is how you want to spin how that fits into your world. If there are other blood hunters out there that are werewolves as well, that are have an order or if even just i'm sure there's packs of werewolves i'm sure there are packs of other were creatures out there maybe that's who he's trying to find and stop them from doing that or maybe he's trying to find them to help tame them in 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 some way shape or form I yeah i mean it doesn't it, i don't think we need to go into it because i think again it depends on the world and how you want because his end goal is essentially equality for lycanthropy mm -hmm. and ugliness um, and ugliness yes um okay cool i'm trying to think if there's anything else how do you think he i mean does he really have a measurement for that because i mean again with the i guess i want to go back to the the flaw the the how he might yeah. be brave but it's suicidally so is he also just struggling with the fact that this is who he is now and like i'm i i will do this until i die and if i die fine then i don't have to deal with it anymore is it that level of, like is there a darkness to it where he's like 
I, I, I'm going to try and be a shining light, and if I can't, then I might as well die. Type no thing. I don't think so. Um, I think this. I don't know. I mean, you could you could you could say that someone who willingly throws themselves into danger does just inherently, whether they sure. know it or not, want to fucking die. Yeah. Um, so well, I mean, I don't think it's that they want to die. It's that they, they do. They see no. It's they that, do. Firemen firemen don't run into a firing house being like, oh, here we go. Bet okay. some of them do. But no, that that that. I'm talking about fucking firemen. Why do you bring them into this? Why because, do you bring the firemen into this? Because that's essentially what you said. No. People that go out and try and be heroes just want to die. In this situation, in the D and D world, that's true. Where there's trauma built into everyone. I don't think so. I do. I think it is more the idea that like he 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 sees other people's innocence and their lives that are just valued as more than his he values them more than his so he is willing to do what it takes to save them so it's not necessarily about losing his own life it is just and that's why i ask because like that's what i when when i see someone that's like in D adventuring groups they're going out because it's like i want to help people because i can't i'm in a position of power and therefore my time my life my what i'm doing should be used to better other people's or help them and if i have to die doing that well that's comes with it it's not like why i do it whereas for his i'm asking is that why he does it i don't think so okay um great cool so i'm just trying to, is there a measurable thing though like he kind of wants i think it's one of those uh, so i think it's one of those things that it's just when the moment arises it's one of those things you just know yeah. I don't think there's ever like oh this is the perfect thing that i have to do that's sure. going to be this shining beacon of yeah, yeah. hope I just think, you know, if, if and it could be something minor, like this person doesn't have to save the world. No, this person yeah, no, could no. just be this person could just feel good having known that they changed one person's outlook on okay. themselves and the world. Okay. So he's so he's constantly trying to just change other people's self-image mm-hmm. of of themselves. All right. Yeah. But they're a werewolf. And uh, maybe to keep this more spooky for us, maybe we're meeting this character before they've fully gained control of the lycanthropy. So maybe, like, they're still kind of afraid of it because they've done some things they're not proud of. Yeah. Well, and that's where, again, like I said, as a DM, I would like to look and just try and discover through, like, is it, like, once a month that night you got to roll a constitution save if you can withhold, you know, whatever, blah, 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 bullshit. And if you save it, cool, fine. Yep, you got it under control and all this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I, I can't even imagine how horrifying that would be to potentially know that at any moment that could come out of mm-hmm. you. Um, but yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think we need to focus too much on, I'm just trying to think, is there anything else you want to discuss or go into? I mean, a lot of this worked out really nicely, yeah. fortunately, because my last few characters I feel like have had hard contradictions that have caused us to struggle. <laughs> It does kind of feel like we're flying through this everything really quickly, but I feel like we're giving every, we've given everything its due diligence. The only thing next we haven't really discussed is the character's name or their appearance. Yeah. Well, where do you think he got the mask? Like, do you think? I mean, I don't. We don't have to go into it. Like, cause I'm assuming he didn't have it before he got attacked. They could have made it out of wood. It could be a wooden mask. So it's a wooden mask that he carved. How did he put magic into it though? For insight. Maybe they just the mask makes them feel so comfortable that they're calmer and within themselves and it makes it easier for them to read body language of a person another person sure because they feel safer with it on so it's just a wooden mask it's a wooden safety blanket it sounds very uncomfortable <laughs> um, it's a plank of wood 
<laughs> I'm just imagining Plank from Ed, Ed and Eddie yep, just trapped yeah, to someone's that's exactly face. That's what I was thinking of too. <laughs> um, I'm assuming or the like or the wooden mask like... from um, Crash Bandicoot. Oh yeah, or even just the mask from the mask before it gets that put too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I'm ima- I don't know. I'm imagining it's more smooth, like sanded down. Maybe a fucking random ass druid gave him some magic at some point. Sure. It's got a druid bud. Little buddy druid. Little, little druid buddy. Little druid. Um. Yeah, I like this. I'm just, I, I guess the I, I'm I'm wanting more from like what he's trying to what his goal moving forward is. But I think it's something where again, he has a north star, right? He has this idea of like, I want people to look upon lycanthropy and just inflictions and not see them as negatives. Yeah, it's just that's feels real <laughs> it feels just in itself kind of like oh that's tough that's tough to do in real life like let's go, just go find a dragon maybe his thing is just he wants to kill a dragon he's just well, i want to find a dragon and kill it yeah i did it yep like i don't know maybe that's why i'm bumping on it it's because it's just like it feels so real <laughs> yeah because because in D and I think i get what you're saying i get where you're getting hung up because in D and D, typically there's a there's a grand thing like on a major sure. scale sure. people trying to accomplish and i have given you the platform of this character would die happy knowing that they have helped one person like yeah. on a minor scale well <laughs> what what could be fun with that maybe maybe then one of their things again with um permanent optimist is maybe he projects onto one person maybe there is one person who's like you have something wrong with you i can help i will help like he takes people in and like tries to help i don't want to make ander in here Andrin doesn't do that with like i'm saying like <laughs> He doesn't do it with everyone. It would have to be people that he sees some of himself in, in that, like, what you're dealing with and what you're going through isn't that bad. I can help. Look, we can yeah. do it. Like, and so, like, maybe he just becomes very protective or just, like, enthralled in that one person's well-being and what they're doing. And, like, that could be an interesting aspect to it because I, I like that. I like that idea that, you know, he just is trying to help one person. Um, and I think, as again, as a DM, I would pull on – Okay, yeah, but he left his family. What's going on with them? Are they out there looking for him? Would you ever go back to that city? You know, where is the werewolf that attacked him? Are there roving werewolves out there? How does he respond when other werewolves are coming into town? Blah, 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 whatever bullshit. Um, because I also think, again, if he's talking about, you know, hi, yeah, I'm a blood hunter, whatever bullshit, it would have to come... <clears throat> Excuse me. It, I think it would come up at some point. Oh, yeah, I try and, you know, help with werewolves. <laughs> try and help tame them or, or something. Um and so there would then be the question of how, I mean, how does he, how do you think he reacts around other werewolves? I mean, how often do you fucking bump into other werewolves? I mean, but if he's a fucking blood hunter of lycanthropy, of, of the order of the lichens, are you saying he, you don't think he's out there trying to either tame them and or get rid of evil ones? I don't think he's like, I don't think he's pursuing it. No, if, if the, if he bumps, if he hears of bad ones. It might become a mission for him to try and find them, but I don't think that's his the main goal. The main goal, I think, is normal people. Okay. The lycanthropy is a secondary thing, I think. So then it, I I guess I'll come to the question of what was he doing before he was bit? Just a fucking normal-ass wood elf. I don't know, living the wood elf life, drinking <laughs> Baileys through a shoe. I don't fucking know. <laughs> he does kind of look like a... a I'm old Greg. Greg! Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, so I guess that kind of... Uh, that's not no one does that no one's like i'm just waiting for something to happen to me and then i'll have purpose in life like bullshit (laughs) but like (laughs) what i'm saying is like before that i feel like 
did did he was he hard on people that were afflicted before that? Did he hate them? Did he look down upon them? And now because or no? Okay, I think you're asking me very DM questions right now that I'm not going to answer because I'm not a DM because I don't think it's important. Okay, I'm just saying I'm trying to give more layers to your your your, your character here. I don't think it matters personally. Okay, so what you got for appearance? Okay, um, so they vowed they have the mask made of wood. That's beautifully handcrafted. So I feel it's really contradicting to say that it's beautiful, but forgettable. Damn, that's pretty. I forgot already. Magic. Uh, <laughs> valid. Valid well, answer. Well, the thing I would say, too, is if it's carved of wood, the description of wood elves are they have the same skin tone of trees. So. Gross, it, really? I made this character. I chose this character to be pale. They're not pale. No, that's a high elf. Not a uh, look, look, go, go to read. No, the, I believe you. I believe you. Read the wood elf. Brown. Um, so what I would <laughs> what I would just say is it might be forgettable because it might look like the rest of his actual skin. Ooh, valid. valid. And it might not look like an actual mask. It might valid. just like, it's off if you look at it. Um, I want to say he's five nine, not too big, not too imposing, one hundred eighty five mm-hmm. pounds. Obviously, if we as we've described, there's the bad scarring on the side of their face where you can see their teeth through their cheek, like their molars. Like it's yeah. it's pretty apparent. You, is it completely gone, or do they have the front part of their lip that connects? Ooh, they have the front part of their lip. Oof, that's almost worse. Yeah. So it's like they're mis- like, is it like? I almost feel like too if it's scraped down their face. Sure, let's do that. And like it got through their cheek, so like yeah. above their eye and like down and around their face. Yeah. it's real fucked up. Like a, almost a two face esque, but not so bad. Yeah. Yeah, gross, <laughs> fucking ugly. Ugly people matter, Nate. That's the whole point of this character. Yeah, it's beautiful, <laughs> but gross. Um, they are brown, I suppose, because they're wood elves. Um, <laughs> slightly hairier. Than, so yeah, so it, will not, it might not matter because they're gonna have darker skin tones, but they are slightly hairier than normal on their arms and body, just giving a little bit of that illusion to ooh chest hair, the lycanthropy. Oh, yeah. I was just getting excited about all the chest hair they could have. No, chest just slightly hair. hairier than normal, like a Robin. Chest like a Robin Williams hair. is probably a werewolf. I'm, oh wait, I'm sorry. Did you say Robin Williams was a werewolf? Yeah. He oh, he was he hairier than normal? Yeah. Have you not looked at Robin Williams? Not topless. Looks at his arms or the back of his goddamn hands. Not like in a while, I guess. <laughs> it's never left an impression on he me. He was a hairy dude. Hairy dude. Okay. All right. Pour some out for the hairy man. <laughs> um. Spooky hairy. That's just a fun little flavor text to give an allusion to the the werewolf lycan- lycanthropy. Sure. Um, that's all I've really got for nice. appearance. Uh, brown eyes. What do you think? So they're not really strong. So I would say I think their main weapon is more of a dex one. So it would be like a rapier and or yeah. like bow and arrow. For even. sure. For sure. Um, which I think. A you, finesse weapon, as they say. Finesse, yes. Um, which I think makes sense again for elves because elves are not very up in your shit usually. Um, yeah. What's right, their stupid cool. name? You, this is yours. I, I tried to ask what he was like before he got bit by a werewolf, and you said boring. So so his name's Boring? It's up to you. What do wood elves do in their spare time? I don't fucking know. What do you, in their spare time? I mean, it, they're, they have like normal society. If you want to go read. On, I don't. <laughs> go read. Ugh. Um, what else are like any other elves they have like normal societies they can blend into normal ones they could have their own uh whether in the out in the woods where they kind of build their own societies they can come from um the actual fey wild but i don't think usually i think that's usually high elves that live there uh more so than normal 
Uh, I like this would? name, Kalen. Great. Glad I was helping describe what wood elves do. <laughs> Give you enough time to Google elf names. Kalen. I like Kalen. All right. Last name? Wolf. It says given last name? Yep. God given, baby. God given. Asmodeus given. Okay. It's the devil. <laughs> it's the devil. I like um, this character, dude. Okay. So Kalen Wolf? I know you wanted a little bit more about their pre-wolf history, but I don't want to give it to you. I, what I would say is you could you could flesh it out as as the player and DM kind of talk about like what their parentage might be because I think that's a hook I would want to pull on. I might I might type it up more when we actually create the sheet for this character, but as of right now, no, from, I, for I my think, purposes, yeah. I know what this character wants. I know what they yeah. They told me what they want, what they really really want. So I know what they want, what they really really want. They want to. Uh, they want to. Uh, they want Spice uh, Girls uh, reunion tour. Yeah, I know. We all. They want to shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Is that how he turns into the werewolf? Yeah. Every time he's like, "Oh no, it's happening! It's happening!" She goes, "She goes, she goes, she goes, Oh my god! Scary spice! Oh my god! Gur, gur, ah, gur. Okay. Um, are you gonna make it actually, Kalen Wolf? Yeah. No, I'm just gonna make it Kalen because last names aren't real. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. I've this my whole life. I've been giving people two names: Kalen, Elf. It's fine. Just leave it, Kalen. I'm not gonna. Do you? Do you, Boo Boo? <laughs> okay, then Kalen I... Council. He is of me. Ooh, I like Kalen Council. Kalen Council works. <laughs> and then his dad can be someone that didn't care about name naming people. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of threw some letters together. Yeah, it's Kalen. You did it. I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm excited. Let's meet um, this uh, blood hunter. You're right to meet Kylan. Oh, my God. Fuck you. <laughs> did you say fuck you because that's actually good because it felt good to me? Roll the music. <laughs> ourselves back at the seedy tavern. It is a cold October evening, and there's more decorations up now here at the the seedy tavern. There's some weirdly tinted colored candles of different kinds of blues and oranges that are kind of setting some sort of mood lighting as opposed to the normal candlelight that is in here, as well as there are a few carved gourds not just pumpkins that are scattered around uh, the establishment a few up on the stage as somebody's up there playing what looks like a rather old-timey like pipe organ of some sort that is just kind of setting kind of a eerie tone here in the cd tavern um and there's a few people that are kind of coming and going and wishing greetings to each other um it's a little bit more colorful in what they're actually wearing as well. Some have what looks to be the makings of garments on of some sort that look like costumes or people are kind of working on different things. And there's some signage and banners up about uh, an upcoming event uh, next week here uh, at the CD Tavern. 
Um, behind the bar is the familiar face of Barry, the half-elf. Um, he is kind of stirring what looks like a large like bowl of uh, some sort of juice or punch that has like a bunch of different chopped fruits inside of it um, as he's kind of conversing with someone who is sitting uh, up uh, at the bar and uh, down from upstairs uh, in one of the rooms we see Kaylin slowly walk down wearing the very nice wood finished polished mask um, and kind of I imagine with a hood up I don't and yeah. he kind of surveys uh, the kind of nice calmer evening uh, here at the CD Tavern so Kaylin comes down the stairs um walking at a normal pace and goes and finds a kind of isolated seat at the bar and takes a seat at the bar for the first time since he has been here. He's been here for a couple of days. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is the first time he's really just sat down at the bar. Normally he has been, he's just been ordering and going back to his room. Mm-hmm. All right. Barry sees this and stops the, oh, oh, I'm sorry, hang on, let me go. I'll bring back. And he walks over towards Canada's. Well, good evening. Uh, how, what, <clears throat> what may I get for you? I just need, uh, something to eat. So, all right, uh, well, um, are you familiar, have you been here before? Uh, are you familiar with what we have? Uh, I'm actually working, uh, on a punch right now, but with that, we have some really good fresh-cut fruit, uh, that's just been coming in. You know the fruit sounds delicious. Really? All right, well, uh, I currently have, um, some of this very exotic, like a pineapple that I could bring over, as well as uh, some apples and uh, grapes. So uh, I, I can just bring over what I haven't thrown into the punch yet, if you'd like. That sounds delicious. All right, well, uh, uh, right back. Would you like anything to drink as well, or just the fruit? Just the fruit. Oh, fruit it is. He just kind of waddles away over towards the where he was chopping up all the fruit, and he's, where the bloody hell is it goddamn small? And he's looking for a... a a little bowl of some sort, and then you see him kind of pop back up. <laughs> right. Then um, he kind of gestures to the other guy. Oh, all right, right, right. And then he just scoops all of the fruit into this bowl and brings it. All right. Um, that'll be. I don't know. It's not really on the menu, but I'll probably like two, two sober. Okay. Can I charge to my room? That's what I've been doing. To your room? Are you staying here? I've been here a couple of days. But really, I don't. What are you in? I don't recognize you at all. Name's Kaylin. Kaylin, oh. oh. All right. Oh, you're in, in 203. Correct. Oh. Huh. I, you've been here for a few days, you say? Yeah. What did you check in? Uh, Monday. I worked Monday. I I apologize, young Kaylin. No need to apologize. I tend to keep to myself. Oh, well, um, yes, I will put this on your room, and you will be, uh... Oh, oh, shit, just wave me down. Uh, if you want anything else, I'm just talking to my uh, buddy over here. He's back in town. I got a, I got a, I got a question for you. Uh, yes? Is, is there any, uh, is there any, uh, well, I'm drawing a blank on the word, but any rules against hosting, like, meetings in your, in your room? In... I can have a gathering in my room. In your room, here, like upstairs. Yes. Or do you have any, like, uh, gathering rooms? Any halls or what, anything like that in what, town? What, what type of gathering are you looking to have in your bedroom? Well, I'm looking to start a group. Uh, when you say group and bedroom, I... 
I'm not into... Uh, I'm going to call it DD. D- Deliciously dis- Disfigured. Deliciously Disfigured. It's going to be a support group. I don't... I don't understand. Are you trying to do some sort of weird, uh, like, sex thing? Listen. Because <laughs> I don't think we'd be okay that. With ain't that. me. That ain't my style. Oh, oh, I was I was very uncomfortable. I've had some talks with my wife about different things like that that happen around town. And it's, I don't understand. There's way too many people. What kind of... In- I'm guessing she shows interest in that. Well, I mean, she's just talked about it. Apparently, some of her friends have talked about it mm. a few times. I don't know. And, I don't you shot, know. and you've shot that idea down? I mean, yeah. I mean, I could... I, don't, I barely know what to do with her most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at you, just so you know, not with you. <laughs> But uh, as far as in your room, I mean, the rooms aren't all that large, though. I mean, we have booths and things down here. For you. No, this needs to be a private, uh, a private area private, because um, well, I the, mean, the people that I'm looking to console with and speak to may not be the most comfortable in front of other people. Oh, what what what, uh, what type of people? Well, you know, based on the name, I'm, I'm looking for people who have, unfortunately, been severely harmed and has, has left them permanently uh you know scarred and disfigured oh damaged that's you know it's a way to put it but i don't think that's the well, oh, best oh, way to well, put I it i mean okay um i apologize i don't i i that i've wrote much after talking to my my friend over here about that a, a little bit he just got back from uh well i don't know which which front line but there's just in service of some sort and He's actually, I mean, I don't, I don't want to speak for him, but I don't know. He said he feels damaged in, mm. in a way. And I mean, I guess if I lost a leg, I would also feel a little empty. And so I don't know. I could barely walk around just like this. But <clears throat> uh, I don't know if we really have a private room. I mean, you could do it in your bedroom, but it's just Terrence might not. I mean, he might want to charge anyone that comes in. No one would stay. Uh, it would just be for an hour or two. Uh, I just didn't know well, if you had like a max capacity. What, what what we could maybe do is uh, I could talk to Terrence when I I come in an hour or so early before the bar opens and shut everything up and see me and myself or Trevor in here. Uh, we could just let you and your merry band of disfigured you defig- yes those people uh, uh, in and if you wanted to just have the place to yourself then I mean that could that could be what we do that. Sounds uh, lovely. How many uh, people are you thinking of bringing? As right as of right now, I just have uh, me, myself, and I. So three people. Just me, one. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> 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 I see what you did there. You did. You said so three different times. Okay, you're funny. You're a clever one. <laughs> um. Oh well, that's you know I think that's great for someone like yourself, uh, who has such. Uh, but very yes, it's great that someone uh, would be organizing something like that for other people and like in the place. You know, you should come down uh, over here and uh, talk to my. Uh, I would very much like to. Uh, would you introduce me? Sure, 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 sure. Uh, well, let me ask him first. He might be. I don't know. I don't know if he'll. I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me go talk to him first. And you oh, see yeah. him kind of waddle away, uh, over <laughs> towards where the individual who he was talking to before and now that you look at him um you can kind of see this larger kind of human figure that's got a really 
gruff beard, um, kind of standing there, but he's got shaved head. Um, and now you didn't really notice before, but like, if you kind of look at him on, he's missing his left leg, which is on the opposite side of you. Um, and it's kind of off right at the knee. Um, and he's just kind of there and Barry comes over. They kind of converse real quick. And then you see Barry just kind of wave over to you and acknowledge you to come over. I go um, over towards him. <clears throat> All right. Now, when this is, I call him Win, but his name's Winston. Um, okay. so he prefers to go by Winston. I call him Win because he's a winner in my heart. I mean, I put his. Like, all right, all right. That's enough of that. You don't have to keep talking about me like I'm some bloody hero. Well, I think what you did was quite. Imp- what does he want? Oh well, uh, I think he might be better at explaining it. Uh, I'm sorry again. What was? I don't remember your name. My name's Kaylin. Kaylin. Uh, this is Winston. Winston. Yeah, yeah, you can leave us now, Barry. Oh, oh, all right, well, uh, <laughs> just let me know if you'll need anything. I'll just be chopping some more fruit. Ah, so, Kalen, uh, Barry, uh, told me you'd be interested in talking to me. Uh, what can I help you with? Um, are you needing some service? Because, uh, I'm not what I used to be. And he points down at his now just snub of a knee. He's like, I used to be, uh, quite the adventurer, but, uh, you know, I do know. Took an arrow to the knee. I'm very sorry to hear that. I'm sure you must feel not quite whole. Ah, yeah, it's, it's taken some getting used to. Uh, you know, uh, it's only been uh, fuck. Time all seems to blend together now without having much of a job anymore. But uh, you know, it's all in service to the high tides. Long may they rain. Did you? Uh, do people look at you funny now? Ah. Uh, Oh, well, you know, being in the military garb of any sort, they always kind of looked at us a little differently, but now it's, uh, I don't know if I can really put uh, a thumb on it, but it's not, it's not really pride anymore. Or even, there was, there was always a little bit of a sense of uh, fear, I would say. It was, it was nice, it was respect, but, uh... But now, now it's, no one the, respects you? Well, no, it's not... It's not entirely that. The fear is just more prevalent than the pride now. And the fear, well, I don't know, it just feels more sad than anything else. That, uh, that's why, I mean, that's why I've been coming here. Barry's been... You know, Barry has a certain magic about him. I don't know. Have, have you familiar? Have you hung, talked to him much? The only thing I can tell from that man is that he lives a very sad life. Right? That's what I was going to say. There's something about no matter how bad my day is realizing I have to hobble around in this goddamn crotch over here. Come here and fucking talk to Barry. <laughs> my life feels fucking just peachy as all hell. <laughs> but then, uh, then what happens when the conversation ends, Win- nah, Winston? Nah, no, it, it depends how much of uh, the mead or they apparently had some sort of cider, like punch they've been having in here that, uh, Either I'll pass out here at the ball, or sometimes I'll make it home to me, old lady. But not always. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, it kind of comes rushing all in. It just kind of blends with the hangover at this point. <laughs> Does it keep you up at night? <laughs> not so. Well, I've seen a lot. Look, you know, what, 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 what I'm sorry, what, what, what's going on here about myself? What, what is it that I, I, can I get you a drink? What do you what do you have? You just look like you're you're chewing on some what is that yellow fruit of some it's sort? Pineapple, evidently. Is it good? It's 
pretty sweet. All right. Well, do you want a drink? What what is it? What can I get for you? I feel like I'm just a blabbering fucking old veteran over here. No, I don't drink, but thank you. I do appreciate uh, it. And no, I mean, I'm I'm here to. You don't wait. You don't drink at all. No. Well, you're at a fucking bloody tavern then. Because I'm looking for the broken. The broken stool. I'm looking for. That's people a like, different tavern. Looking for people like you, Winston. People, people like me. Yes. What do you mean? People who are broken on the inside oh, or on the out. Okay. I I don't mean to offend, but it's, I know it can be hard. Okay. What do you know? What do you, you're making a lot of assumptions, both about myself and what you may know, all right? What do you... You do get the nice ivory skin of some beautiful elf creature. I know what it's like to not meet expectations. I know what it's like to be stared at by little ones when you walk by. I know what it's like to feel like an outcast. Is this going somewhere? Or are you just trying to make me feel lesser? I'm trying to find a way to bring people together. To let them know that they're above their disfigurements, their afflictions. I'm constantly above it. It's my leg. So it's beneath me. The humor helps. The humor helps protect you. It's uh, um. so okay. What you found me here? I am. What can I? What can I do for you? Do you want to poke it? Would you like to meet with me more often? Me, you, and anyone else we may find that could benefit from an open circle where you can talk about anything that you want. What? It's like, what a, you, like? It's like a group of people that all suffer from some sort of affliction or some form of disfigurement, and just try to. Let everyone know that, you know, it's going to be okay. <laughs> well, we all just babble about whatever our, our, our bloody fucking, fucking missing limbs are, where they might be, what adventures they might be up to. It helps. Does it? I feel like it would just be a giant pity party. And quite frankly, I, I'm perfectly fine attending uh, my own pity party. I don't think I need a circle of other people there staring at me. You know, the... Uh Solo pity parties fueled by alcohol, they don't really help. They just fuel the nightmares, don't they? I... Look, what is your name, Caleb? Kaylin. Kaylin, sorry. Look. You seem... Nice, to a creepy extent, honestly. Uh, And... I don't... Know what I can offer... You. I'm not of service to anyone anymore and sit and and, and, and uh, I'm still processing what, what what it is next in my life that I want to be I can help you process everyone what do you know you don't know anything all right I had a normal perfectly happy life before all of this and now I'm just a useless fucking cripple and so what what what, what is it that you understand of any of the struggle it is to have to throw away a completely (sighs) look I'm sorry this anger is not not meant for you but you're prying and it's quite frankly uncomfortable especially in my one getaway in the one place where I don't have to worry about anything I look around and see what Barry's doing is he pay attention, paying attention to us at all? He's whistling and trying to figure out how to get the skin off the second pineapple. Okay, good. 
because Barry can't handle this. So I put a hand on like your forearm. I touch you in some way. <laughs> kind of almost like just kind of pulls away. And then I remove my mask to show to show the disfigurement that I now suffer from, that my affliction. And I say, how do you think a person that looks like me is treated amongst beautiful, beautiful elves of my kind? I, I didn't, uh, fuck. I put my mask back on. It's okay. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm trying to help. I have accepted what's happened to me and the way that I look now. And I mostly wear the mask, to be honest, to protect other people. I don't need sympathy anymore. I don't need um, these things. I don't need these vices to make myself feel better. This is now just who I am. And I've made it my mission to help everyone else who suffers reach, reach the same place. Yes. What is it? Reach what? We can't all just put a mask on. Yes, I know. I know. But you, it can. It's made easier knowing that there's other people who can relate. And I've got scars inside of me that, you know, a mask can never cover. But I'm just, I'm just trying to help. And Barry pointed me in your direction. I'm just trying to get people to, uh, you know, feel better about themselves. Whether you're interested or not, Barry offered offered to open up the bars early on the day where he opens. We can come in an hour early when no one else is here and we can just talk. We don't even have to talk. We can just be here with someone who understands. So, this place that I've already been coming to so frequently to escape all of it, I could just come a little earlier. Will there be alcohol? And instead, instead of learning how to escape it, you can learn how to accept it. Uh, look you're more uh, than just a soldier from what I've heard the high tides aren't the nicest rulers of the land yeah but they pay Hmm. there's more to life than money I met a monk who taught me that once well fucking bloody monks look honestly I this is the most I've talked about it to anyone and uh probably a little bit of that punch. I don't know what Barry has in that now, but uh, I don't know. This We can help you carry the burden that you carry every day. You keep saying we, but currently it sounds like what? Who else is... Who, how many people do you have? Currently me. Unless you commit, then you and I. How many people are you looking to have? You know, I've... Based on some things that I've read and some things that I've heard, a, you know, 10 to 12 people is usually max otherwise no people don't get their proper time to speak you know uh, if you know any other soldiers I was gonna say there were some people before even before we were sent out some of the stuff we did here in town uh, we hurt some people and uh, as well as there are some hurt soldiers and there's just my biggest fear, honestly, is uh, coming back and, well, the people we left wounded, 
and disfigured in the streets after doing whatever it is they would, I don't know, disorder they were causing. I don't know if people are going to be able to see uh, me as any different than them now. But there's... There's people there, I guess, that could also, I could... I mean, shit, you just walk... <laughs> you just walk through the lower part of the city, and I'm on the... On the southern gate, and... You can see them. You and I, we have a... We have a physical... People can look at us and tell there's something different. You know, those... There are scars that aren't shown on the outside. We can help those people, too. People who have done things that still haunt them to this day. I know it's not easy being a soldier and to imagine the things that you've had to do to, uh, you know, under orders. So I'm sure that haunts <laughs> some people. Look, I, I don't think I'm ever going to be more comfortable with coming and doing something like this. If you can get Barry to throw in some sort of breakfast and or alcohol, I'll fucking show up to you fucking whatever. There'll probably be alcohol. Or I'm sorry, I misspoke. There'll probably be food. I do not plan on providing alcohol. Doesn't help. You get a lot more people if you had some alcohol. But it doesn't help. It's another vice. Well, sometimes vice is the spice of life. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for opening up to me as much as you have. Yeah, well, I didn't enjoy it. It's that, easier. Set. So what? When are you doing this? When is what? What is this tomorrow? Day after? I think the day after. I'll have, I'll have Barry remind me of his schedule. All right. Well, Kaylin, uh, thank you for trying to un for understanding and well sharing with me as well. I'll see you here in a few days. I'll see you then. If you know of anyone else, feel free to bring them. I'll talk to a few buds. All right. I'm going to give you your space now, and I'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah. Bye. I head back to my part of the my part of the bar. Barry kind of looks up over at him, and he kind of shuffles past you. Everything okay? Uh, yeah, me. Everything's fine. Great. All right. Well, good evening, then. Uh, 203, yeah? 203, yes. And what day do you open next? Uh, what's today? Uh, two days from now. Okay. No. Yep. Two days and then the following day. I'll be checking with Terrence. It kind of changes All depending right. on what's happening. I was late a few days back, so now I have to open a bunch. Okay. Can we have the come an hour early with you one day? Uh, I mean... Winston and I and a couple of other people? And uh, I mean, sure. Again, this is just for a group of people to just... Uh, just a talk. Just talking. Yeah. Would you provide food? I mean... I guess. There's usually some leftover bread from the evening before that we town says I want us to serve. We will eat that. All right. Good. I don't know what happened to my voice right there. Got a little weird. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Uh, I'll, I'm coming, Winston. Uh, well, uh, two I'm days. I'm up to my room. Yes, I'll see you in two. Well, me, Winston, and some others will be here in two days when you open. Oh, Winston will join you. Great. And awesome. An hour early. We'll be here an hour early. Great. I'll see you then. We'll see you then. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. I'm coming, Winston. How do you like that punch? Oh, man. Scene. Oh, man. This is why I wanted more of that character. They got way too real. 
I'm over here having a fucking oh my god. That was good. Yeah. <sighs> I'm not good at the accent I wanted to do, but I apparently I don't know where that accent came from that I got from Winston. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> and then it apparently slipped in the berry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um see <sighs> So why'd you want more you wanted more? What do you mean you wanted more? You want to try to make this character more fantastical and less w- based in reality? Yes. <laughs> you essentially made something that is a real useful tool for people in real life. Yeah, well, that's what D&D is, dude. I know. I, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying that, like, in that moment, it was just one of those things where I was like, if that's if uh, there's nothing wrong with that being the main goal of your character, but that's like being like, I want to be a wizard that can cure cancer. It's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's sure. There's, I'm sure there's D&D cancer, but, like, that's okay. <laughs> like it's, it's important and it's good. And what I would be curious to see is within a group, how, cause especially in a D and D group, I think you brought, did you say this episode or last episode? At some point you have said everyone's damaged in a D and D group. Everyone yeah. has like, so how he would work with that. And then like him slowly trusting people with his shit. And I would love for this character to meet um, early episode Prami. Like your anger is just a, it's a front. You can let that down. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to hit you in the face with this front, yeah. bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think, like, there's there's a weird zenness that I think you found in Kalen that just kind of comes through as, like, very even keel that, like, yeah. I think he could be really interesting uh, in just that overall dynamic of being just like that. No, doesn't make waves. Not here to do whatever. Just kind of helps calm... Which again, I did not think would come out of a fucking blood hunter. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so maybe yeah. you know what I don't. Okay. So I feel bad bringing this up now because this is kind of backstory esque with this character. Sure, let's do it. But maybe, maybe we do incorporate a little bit of self hatred because blood hunters do have to harm themselves to do that to exempt to amplify their magic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I know how it worked for the uh, the path of the profound profane profane soul profane soul yes lichens might be a little different okay so that might not be necessary it, it, oh i thought that was just an innate blood I, I think it thing. is i think it is at least the blood hunters i'm familiar with that's what they've had to do but with lichen it's such a different dynamic that you turn into something that it might not be exactly that like just look and see what their spells are and see like oh look at the read the right read the right this? right above it nope above it above it right revival oh that's a higher this is for okay. something else yeah Okay, never mind then. Um, they don't have spells. Blood. Lo- oh, so there's the bloodlust thing we're talking about. This looks really cool. I think there's a lot you can go into because I think that bloodlust is what I was talking about for the full moon thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know if they do necessarily need to harm themselves then, unless there's just a generic overall um, blood hunter thing. So there's their proficiencies. Um, Hemocraft. Yes. Hemocraft is using your blood to do damage. Correct. Correct. So that so is just an innate so blood right other thing. Blood maledict. First level, you gain the ability to channel sometimes and sometimes sacrifice a part of your virtual essence. So yes. Vital the, the, essence. Vital essence. Sorry. It's okay. Um, yes. So there is some innate self-harm that would need to happen um, in this. And I mean, I would be interested, I mean, with uh, Delectus, we talked about how he kind of punctured his own neck because that's where his parents are biting. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if this guy needs to have like... Maybe the, he bites his lip. He could, right? Where where it's all scarred and it's all scar tissue. There yeah. probably has no like nerve damage of some sort. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this this this. I don't think it's necessarily self. I guess it is self hatred, right? He he he's come to peace with himself, but is like also kind of like upset 
that he's had to do this, right? I mean, I think that's natural. Yeah. Um, I think that this is something that I'll personally explore when we create our character sheets that go up on our Patreon. Oh, what Patreon? Where's that at? Patreon.com slash RNGPC. That sounds cool. I'll check that out. You should. Other people should check it out, too. Yep. We level characters up to level six. And you can download the sheet and play them. Mm -hmm. This went from, like, a really nice, meaningful place about deep character stuff to, like, a Patreon ad. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think there's only so much we can actually get into here. And plus, what I like is that we, we when, especially like when leveling them at least, it's like, take what you want, take what you don't want, how, make this character work for you. Yeah, definitely. Because I also, like, D&D I think is a great therapy mm-hmm. as well. And I think it would be interesting for someone that is maybe struggling with shit like this to try and play something like yeah. that and just talk about because it doesn't have to be the main thing they're constantly doing right it's just something that is a part of their life but showing that there is other things you can do and you can still be useful and you can like help other people and guide stuff forward like yeah i think this could be the spookiness of this character is how real it is <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no i think that was a lot of fun that was that was some good Good times. Good, Good times I'm glad ahead. you enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed um, it as well. I need more of this fucking cocktail. This cocktail was great. I need to, we need to have some of that beer I bought too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to get to drinking because apparently <laughs> we'll still heal our issues like that, yeah. even though Kalen won't. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if uh, you want to let us know what you thought of Kalen, um, definitely feel free to reach out to us on our social media, uh, which is RNG underscore PC on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and that's it, right? Those are the three. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yep. Yeah. Let us know if you thought he was cool. If you thought he wasn't cool. If you want to make some art, I would love to see what that mask looks like. Yeah. Because I think what would be cool is having some like very softly defined wolf features in there, or like fangs, or, or maybe like, some little scarring things. on the mask. Just a little, a bit. little just, bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, yeah, that'd be cool to see what that mask actually looks like. Um, so send it to us on there. We'll share it. We'll put it on the character sheet that people can download and credit you as well. Um, and if you have more in-depth thoughts or if you actually use this character in a campaign and would like to email it to us, uh, feel free to email us at RNG podca- rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's it. Normally I, I, normally I would read a rev- an Apple podcast review here, but we are fresh out. What? So that means it is on what? you people what? who have iPhones to just open up your Apple podcast app that you've hidden away in some folder probably called useless apps. Oh no. Don't. There's no reviews. I can turn you off. That is so upsetting. I have nothing to do here. I'm so sorry. Is it because I wasn't here last week? Outro man sad. Nathan, I thought we were having fun. I love you. Say it back, please. I just want it to be over, Nathan. Nathan, your eyes, they hurt like daggers. I just want it to be over. Just say I love you, then we can end it. Nathan, embrace me. Nathan! That was weird. Alright guys, keep rolling and keep playing. So angry! <laughs>